Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host this week. And for this episode, we're going to be talking all about booking a Disneyland vacation. Uh, I am joined by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent and Disneyland Specialist, Deborah Lopez. Hi, everyone. And back in our production facility, our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Welcome. Thank you for being here. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking all about booking a Disneyland vacation. Uh, As you might imagine, booking a Disneyland vacation is kind of complex. There's a lot to choose from, a lot of options. So we're actually going to break this down into a series of three podcasts. So this is the first of three. And we're going to focus on, uh, first of all, we'll try to provide an overview of the booking process and what to look for and how to choose when to go and all that good stuff. But we're going to focus on the Disney-owned and operated hotels for this portion of it and the package that's associated with those hotels. And then for subsequent podcasts, we'll be looking at things like the Good Neighborhood good neighbor Hotels as well as um, uh, the Southern California package add-on that's available as well. So this will be a series of three podcasts all about booking Disneyland. So we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, first, I want to start by talking a little bit about Deborah. Deborah is one of our Dreams Unlimited Travel uh, agents. She is our Disneyland specialist. Diva. One of, our Disneyland diva. She's our <laughs> Disneyland diva. One of several, but she really knows her stuff very well about Disneyland. You probably saw her on one of our agent spotlights um, couple weeks ago we did uh, we spotlighted deborah so deborah welcome thank you, thank you. for coming your first time in the studio yes, it is. um tell us a little bit about yourself and a little mm-hmm. bit about your disneyland travels okay. so our folks our listeners can get to know you a little better all right um actually the first time i went to disneyland i was actually 21 years old so it was later in in life when i went um, so three or four weeks ago yes thank you <laughs> actually a couple of years ago but um and it was quite fascinating it was it was a lot of fun um since then i've probably been there i don't know 50 times or so um I have, after a while you lose count yes i have seven grandchildren so they've all experienced disneyland as well as my two children so um they enjoy it a lot now you're from denver so you're closer to disneyland yes, than disney world i am from denver and we we do drive there yeah, it's quite a drive and well, stop in Vegas and then head on to Disneyland. But, How old are the ages yeah. of your grandkids? Um, they range from uh, right now twenty-one to eight. Wow! So, mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, they really enjoy it. Excellent. Every year they ask when we're going. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think Disneyland has that effect on people. I think mm-hmm. Disneyland is very addictive. Um, you know, you keep wanting to go back. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. We always joke with the people from. That are Disneyland fans, uh, but I think if you're a Disney fan, it's just a different, a new experience. Right, exactly. Right. You, you know, you play around with the folks from Disneyland, and you joke about comparing mm-hmm. it to Walt Disney World, but especially the castle, right? Right, that's our big thing. But we all, <laughs> we all enjoy it. We call that the starter castle. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about when you talk to a client. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do to get them to prepare them for booking a Disneyland that's vacation? Like the doo doo. Um. So- Sometimes you get in when you get a, a reservation in or a quote for a, a, a reservation. A lot of times the clients don't really know what they're asking for because you right. can tell by they'll ask for maybe the Grand Californian, then they'll ask for 
a couple of good neighbor hotels. So it's a little bit difficult sometimes to understand, you know, exactly what they're looking for. So you do ask questions about it, you know, um, maybe what their budget is, um, what are they actually looking for, you know, uh, in a hotel, you know, within walking distance and, and those types of things. I think um, people um, who don't visit Disneyland on a regular basis always look to Disney World as sort of the guide post, right. and it's really mm-hmm. different. It's right. very different. Very different yes. product. Yes. There are, how many Disney hotels are there? There's three. There's three resort hotels. Yeah, and then yeah. what we call a good neighbor hotel is the ones around Disneyland. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, they have a partnership with Disney to mm-hmm. actually be able to display that logo and have that designation. Mm-hmm. And they get some of the perks that yes. staying at a Disneyland owned and operated hotel mm-hmm. have. So it's not, it's not a horrible thing to stay at a good neighbor hotel. It's just I think, not the proximity. I think I talk to people who aren't aware that of what we're talking about. You know, well, do they have mm-hmm. deluxe, moder- or moderate, right. and value resorts? And the Disneyland hotels really aren't that. Right. We'll get um, into all of that. We'll mm-hmm. make sure we I just think that some terms help. So what you do is you start with, you know, figuring out what we probably do with every vacation is what's people's budget. Right. So that helps you decide, mm-hmm. are you going to stay at a Disneyland hotel? Are you right. going to stay at a good neighbor hotel? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like that. Where are you going to mm-hmm. stay? How long are you going to stay? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is the best time to go to Disneyland? Um I think probably uh, early January after New Year's is a a really good time. Um, Before Christmas, like the first couple of weeks of December, um, April, the end of April, when um, we... Spring break is over. Right. Spring break is, is Disneyland, very, very crowded. Is Disneyland uh, more like World in that there's no longer any downtime, real real low crowds? It's getting that way, yeah. yes. Yes. Very crowded during the summer, of course. Um, but, yeah. It also tends to be a locals park, so people mm-hmm. tend to go on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you can structure your trip where mm-hmm. you don't hit two weekends in a right. row, you might do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Now, we were well, having a conversation on the way here, and you were talking about the fact that March had sold out. Right. So there are times when it's just it's I, capacity. Right. I think that people need to, don't think that they need to book early for Disneyland, and you really do need to book early. Um, March sells out quickly. Uh, spring break, and it, even the Good Neighbor Hotels, not just the resort hotels, but um, I've had to turn a lot of people away because there just wasn't any availability at all in any of the hotels. Um, Christmas is another one, you know, um, and and Halloween. Halloween is big in Disneyland. Um, they go all out for Halloween, and, and that's pretty. I've yeah. actually been there at Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's a great time yeah. to visit the parks. And booking early is more about just securing your availability. That's right. It's not about discounts. It's not about prices may go up during the year. It's really just about you want to make sure you have a hotel room. That's correct. For the times that mm-hmm. you want to go. Yeah, put the deposit down. You can make payments on it. You you know, we watch for, for the uh, promotions coming out for you. Um, I do that. They come out usually quarterly for Disneyland. However, so. if Disney knows that... March is going to sell out and Christmas is going to sell mm-hmm. out and Halloween is going to sell out. It's really about booking early because chances yes. are very good if they know it's going to fill, they're not going to offer a promotion for Christmas week. Correct. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about what the uh, final payment uh, numbers are, the dates for final payments, because mm-hmm. people can put a deposit down and cancel up until mm-hmm. their final payment. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 days before you uh, on the package. And it's five days for a room only. So um, you have, you know, 30 days before you go, which is really nice. Uh, that is some, a good window. Uh, you know, with cruises and, and those kinds of the windows, you know, 
quite Adventures a, by Disney, the yes. longer yeah, you know, so you have We're now Adventures time. by mm-hmm. Disney is now at hundred and twenty days. Yeah. yeah. So thirty days is pretty good. And you have uh three days, two days, depending on um the timing and stuff to put the deposit down. The deposit's two hundred dollars. Um, for a room only, you can do room onlys for the re- three resort hotels, and that's usually the first nights. Um, Which is great because that's not a huge deposit. Right. That's something that people can hold mm-hmm. on to and do that right. for sure. And the three hotels at Disneyland are the Grand Californian. The Disneyland Hotel and then the Paradise Pier. Mm-hmm. Um, let's also talk a little bit about the, what's happened to Disneyland as far as expansion. Disneyland used to be one park. Mm-hmm. Used to be an easy in and out almost. You could you could plan your day and go. But now there's decisions you have to make. Right. You know, there's two parks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to do in the area. So how do you help people sort of get through everything so that they're picking the right things for mm-hmm. themselves for mm-hmm. their vacations? Um, the parks are very very close together. Um, they're just across the atrium from each other. So you know, hopping is is very easy to do. An esplanade. An esplanade. Um, they, uh, I think it depends on the age of the, the kids too. When my grand- grandchildren were smaller, we didn't do the hoppers. We would actually plan our day around one park. So we would go to the California Adventure Park and we would stay there all day, plan our meals, um, go home, swim, you know, to the hotel. I'm of the belief that if it's your first time mm-hmm. or you're not wildly familiar with, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. There's enough to do in either place. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see moving back and forth if there's a parade or something that right. you wanted to catch. But if you're a first timer, mm-hmm. there's enough to see and do in each park to keep you busy without it, a park hopper. So there that's a savings, definitely right? is. Yeah, it is a savings, quite a bit of savings if you take the hopper portion off of it. So, but if you have teenagers and they like to hop back and forth, and you're at a close hotel and they're going back and forth, then then the hopper may be the the way to go. But. Let's talk a little bit about when you when people want to choose a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously every hotel has different options, just like Walt Disney World. What are the things? Some of the things you want to know from them that might be important mm-hmm. for to help them choose the right hotel. Uh, normally, you, you'll know if they are going to they want to stay at a resort hotel because that'll be their three choices. It'll be Disneyland, Disneyland, Disneyland. You know that that's where they want to yeah. stay. If that's not available, then you'll go to the next resort hotel. Um, the benefits of one of those hotels is that they're walking distance That's right. to, That's to right. the park. So mm-hmm. it's a great mm-hmm. proximity. You don't have to trudge away or right. take other transportation. Mm-hmm. And then there are good neighbor hotels uh, that are very close. I try to, if it, you know, if they have small children and, and so on, I will try and put them as close, close as I can to the hotel. So within walking distance. And there are a lot of great hotels right across the street. And we could talk about those in another um Right, when we cover the good neighbors. Yeah, we'll talk but about there's great ones. Uh, they want indoor pool, maybe an outdoor pool. Do they have breakfast? Breakfast, breakfast is a is a big free thing breakfast. Too. You're free talking breakfast. about yeah, breakfast. yeah. continental breakfast. Um, do they have transportation? Uh, do they have their own transportation? The hotels. Um, there are lots of things that that folks are looking for. I will actually put things in there, like, well, you, you know, I notice you have small children and they have free dinners. You know, at this hotel. Kids eat free. So I think Um, this is a good thing to say is that if you're not sure, um, obviously you can contact Deborah. Her email address will be under her name in in the. On the video show, but also if you're just listening. It's Deborah D E B R A mm-hmm. at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. 
And then, or you can put in a request and then just in our notes section, you know, you can put down what are your must haves and what do you want to do? And then our agents will go through and help you pick and choose and sort of narrow stuff down. It's also yeah. okay. I tell people this all the time. It's also okay to put in the notes that mm-hmm. I need help. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you want mm-hmm. or need, mm-hmm. Deborah or one of our agents will be happy to help you narrow that down. I do love the notes. I mean, tell us what you want. It's much easier and we can get you a quote much faster, you know, if we know exactly what you're looking for. Right. And what takes out the guesswork. Perks that you want. Mm-hmm. Before we go on to the actual talking about the hotels, let's talk a little bit about. Um, pricing at Disney and things like that. There are sometimes discounts that come out. Mm -hmm. There's not um, Mm -hmm. a huge number of discounts, but Mm -hmm. like any other Disney property, when they have to fill their resorts, there are discounts. Mm -hmm. Um, If you book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, we always have a discount available to you. Um, This is our package booking discount. We send you a gift card uh, for a certain amount of money based on the amount of your reservation. We have that up on the screen, and we'll put that on the in the show notes page and make sure folks can see what that is. So um, what is it typically some of the discounts that we do see at Disney-owned and operated resorts? They're usually a percent off. Um, so if it's maybe the Paradise Pier, maybe 25% off. If it's the Grand Californian, it may be a 30% off. And depending on the type of room, a premium room versus a standard room. And uh, it could be number of days. Those are usually the typical ones. I think for people who go to, again, I keep talking about the people who go to Walt Disney World. I think a lot of our listeners go there. Uh, I think you would rank these Grand Californian would be the deluxe. Yes. Disneyland would be the moderate, I think, which is a little bit of a misnomer as far as the mm-hmm. Disneyland Hotel because mm-hmm. it's yeah. much different. It's very than, hard to even put them in those categories. Right, but I think if you're going to – and then Paradise Pier would be the least as expensive far as pricing, of the Disney yes. Hotel. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. What were some of the discounts we've seen in the past? What times of year? Um, we usually get them uh, in quarters. So we get spring, winter, um, some summer. And then some fall discounts. Um, the Good Neighbor Hotels usually offer fourth night free, third night free kinds of things. Um, but Disneyland uh, really hasn't offered much other than a percent off lately. It's been pretty, you know, we have the military discounts. We have the annual pass holder discounts. When Those business is good, the discounts just don't come out. Exactly. Right. And they're usually, I, I think... And from seeing the information across my desk, is they're usually very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Most likely weekdays only. Mm-hmm. They tend to exclude weekends because they know they're exactly. going to get locals come in for yep. the weekend. So, yep. you know, it's tough. It's tough to find a cheap Disneyland vacation, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. so. And they will. Um, if you're going part during part of the promotion, I can still get you a discount for the days that you're you're going. So don't think that because it end, starts here and ends here and, you know, part of your vacation ended up on the other side of the the promotion i can still get you, you know, well, that's awesome because that, that actually so. doesn't really happen with walt disney world a lot mm-hmm. you have to have it sort of in those windows mm-hmm. and specifically so what you're saying is that if it spans a promotion you can get it for the days of promotion that's as you're correct raised. that's great yep. that's going to be a big help for folks we talked about um picking the hotel and one of the things about picking the hotel is proximity to mm-hmm. the parks um, we have a map of sort of an overview of Disneyland that shows the layout. For those of you who don't know, there are two big parks, mm-hmm. two major parks at Disneyland. Um, 
Disneyland Park and Disney's California Adventure. And as Deborah mentioned, they are separated by an esplanade. Short walk between the two. There's 300 feet between them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> If that number's wrong, don't write I was to me. Just say, you're giving me enough facts that you don't write no, to me. I don't write to me. I'm just, I made something up. It's about 300 feet apart. Oh my God, mm-hmm. you're so going to get emails. I know. It's not. It's 350 feet. I got it. It's also connected to their downtown Disney district, which is different than Walt Disney World, which is a completely separate area. Right. So everything park related is really in one central uh-huh. location. So it makes it easy to get around there. And in turn makes it easy when you are looking for where to stay mm-hmm. because it puts you close to any one of those elements. Yeah, if you're staying at a Disneyland hotel, Disney World guests would think, well, you know, think about bus routes and are, is it the only stop? And right. this is – you can walk out and, and if you're staying at Paradise Pier or Disneyland Hotel, you walk through downtown Disney. That's correct. Yep. The same with Grand California and also just mm-hmm. not as far. Mm-hmm. What do you tell folks who have been to Walt Disney World or who are now looking for a Disneyland vacation as far as uh, you know what to expect from the hotels and what to expect from the park itself? Mm-hmm. Um, because everything is so close, I think that you probably will get a lot more in, you know, a lot more maybe time in the parks. You can be there much quicker. The Grand Californian has a direct entrance into uh, California Adventure. Um, most of them are just right across the street. Right. Or, which is awesome. Which yeah. is, you know, they talk about this and you think, well, what does that really mean? It literally is a door. You walk out of the hotel. There are turnstiles, ticket turnstiles. You give them your ticket and then you step into the park. It's an incredible experience mm-hmm. for any Disney fan. That's only right. for California Adventure. Right. The Grand Californian is not attached to the Magic Correct. Kingdom. That is right. Disney's Disneyland Park. They don't call it the Magic Kingdom out there, do they? No. Yes, it's the Disneyland Park. So there. <laughs> so there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, proximity and entrance to the park. Um, so, you know, you think... You've got to build time in to get there. It's literally a walk away. Mm-hmm. One of the great things is you're always walking through downtown Disney to get to the parks. Mm-hmm. So it's things like picking up a cup of coffee at Starbucks, mm-hmm. maybe getting a snack before you get into the park, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really makes it great. It's, in my opinion, Disney or downtown Disney is really more integrated in Disneyland, where here it was a separate entity mm-hmm. and we're changing. It's, you know, Disney Springs is going to change it. I always felt like Disneyland's downtown Disney actually feels more a, a part of everything mm-hmm. that's going on. It's not a separate destination. I agree. Absolutely. Um, what else do you tell your Walt Disney World clients who are looking for a Disneyland vacation? What are some of the things you want to make sure they understand as either different or... I think newer? one of the things is we don't have magic bands. <laughs> There's no... It's still the key entry. Um Card keys, um, so there's no, there's none of that. There's no magical. Um, there's no my magic plus. There's no my magic. There's no my Disney experience. No or fast pass plus. Or, no, which you know is controversial. Some people think it should go there, mm-hmm. and a lot of people think it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think the people that go there frequently are praying it doesn't. Yeah, I understand. I believe that a lot of the locals believe they don't want that. As an option for their park. I think Magic Bands would be a plus. Mm -hmm. I think Magic Bands in general are a cool thing. So I think of those guests 
receive the magic bands, they would like them. But I also believe that they probably wouldn't care for them. How long would you tell a new guest that they need to stay at Disneyland? Disney Disney will tell you three-day hop, three-day park hopper. I usually go four days. Um, I think that if you're new, you sort of are in odd when you get there. And you may not have ridden all the rides that you wanted to ride. So I think it's a good idea to go back a second day. and just, Or if you rode all the rides you ride, go back a second day and stop and, you know, kind of go a little look slower. around. Go also, a little slower. Yeah. The Disneyland Park is, is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's a chance to really take in the beauty of that park. And also, you know, they're very fond of letting you know that this is the park that Walt walked in. Mm-hmm. You know, so sort of absorb- They're proud of that. They're very proud of it, and they should be. And so absorbing that culture and that history is awesome. Well, I think it even goes beyond that in that there are so many great dining options at Disneyland, yep. especially inside the parks, mm-hmm. that if you don't go in, then you're going to miss mm-hmm. out. I think people who think, well, I've been to one, I don't need to go to the other, mm-hmm. would be surprised. There are similarities, but there's also wild differences. Right. Before we move on to the differences in the parks, I just want to go back to My Magic Plus and that things like that. Folks can still make dining yes. reservations at Disneyland. Yes. How does D- that work? At DisneylandDine.com, uh, you can make your reservations for dining. And they're 60 days out. Uh, they don't go which as quickly little, as worlds. <laughs> which can. is a little more reasonable, mm-hmm. right? I right. mean, I think that. Yes. I think so. Designing mm-hmm. at 60 as opposed to 180. There's also not the hysteria. Right. That people are not up at, you know, mm-hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning the night it's going to hit 60. Right. What would you tell people are the two re- restaurants that they have to make reservations for? I think the, char- the character dinings. Goofy's is one of them. Uh, and that's in the Disneyland Hotel. And Ariel's is another one. Um, where they have all the princesses. Are there more than two? No, we had there. No, I mean, are there more than two restaurants you would say you should make a reservation for? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Blue Bayou always seems to Blue be. Blue Bayou sells out. Uh, Port Orleans um, sells out quickly. So, yeah. If Blue- you want to experience those, you should have a dining reservation for right. those. And Blue Bayou, people think they're going to sit by the water, and that's that can't be requested. It's not until you get there. Well, you know, you can request it when you get there to your mm-hmm. reservation, but it's a minimal number of seats by the water. Right. We've had mm-hmm. conversations about this restaurant before. It's mm-hmm. so dark. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> All you're going to see is someone's mm-hmm. cell phone go by, pretty much. If you're saying, <laughs> yeah, water. I like Port Orleans. I like to sit out on the patio. Yeah. I do too. Uh-huh. I am not a huge fan of Blue Bayou. Mm-hmm. I just yep. it's way too dark for me, and mm-hmm. the idea of sitting by that water just is, yeah. Uh, speaking of dining, there's really no dining plans no. at Walt Disney World. It's not uh, at Disneyland. It's not like World in that there no. are, you know, you can have a Mm-mm. quick service plan. There's no credits. There's no credits. So, they used to have a dining, I guess they call it a dining plan, but all it was was vouchers. And it was one for one. You know, you paid a dollar, you got a dollar. Uh, you didn't get change back. So you had to make sure whatever you were hmm. purchasing, you know, came out to that amount. Um, that didn't go over too well, I don't think. And yeah. If you're looking for a dining plan at Disneyland, buy a, get, buy a Disney gift card in advance. You can buy character meals in advance. So you can buy a re, uh, the premium one, which is Goofies or Ariel's. And then you can buy the resort dine ones, which are PCF, PCH Grill or uh, Storytellers. Uh, you can buy those up front and you can include those in your package. 
Oh, that's good mm-hmm. to know. So if some people want to have a prepaid element, mm-hmm. that's something. That and you can, can buy do. more than one. Even though it's a selection is one, uh, we can get you three or four if you want them. So. Deborah will hook you up. <laughs> she knows people. Um, what do you tell first-timers as far as the parks go? Listen, when you go to the Disneyland Park as opposed to Walt Disney World, you know, you're going to see some differences. Mm-hmm. What can they expect? One of the things, if they've been to Disney World, I, I like to have them make a list. You know, what is it that is at Disneyland that's not at Disney World? Or let them, in their itineraries, I like to let them know what's different. Um, some of the things that are different are the, the Haunted Mansion. The outside of it is completely different than, than World. Um, there are some differences inside, too. Inside, too, yeah. Especially in Halloween. If they go at Halloween, um, it's it's quite fun. The Haunted Mansion. I think I think their Pirates is different pirates. than mm-hmm. Walt Disney World and Disneyland. They also have things that are unique just to them. Right. The Indiana Jones Adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, while we have something similar to that here, we don't have that specific. Yeah, the ground. Matterhorn, um, Toontown, um, and the haunted, the uh, Tower of Terror is a little bit different. I don't like to tell people what happens, but they also have. It's a little different in the beginning. You actually die there. You do die right there, away. <laughs> there, it's a small world. I love the outside of there. It's a small it's world. Huge. One of the huge biggest differences to me at Disneyland is that it's not a hub and spoke. Mm-hmm. It's not a circle. You don't start and walk your way no. around. There are niches, little offshoots <laughs> and niches yes. where you have to sort of wander mm-hmm. back in. Um, that was a surprise to me the first time because I assumed you would just go either clockwise right. or counterclockwise, and you don't on this. But it leads to this sort of discovery. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's just different. It's mm-hmm. and it's just five hundred acres, you know, versus forty three square miles of. Walt Disney World. Yeah. So it's and the biggest difference is that they have uh, Disney's California Adventure. Right. They have a different and theme park. Very different. I think the only thing that's the same is maybe Tower of Terror that's in there, but uh, which is a little different still. But the boardwalk is is fun. Uh, the kids spend a lot of time at the boardwalk, so that's why I always think you want to go back to Grand California because you miss some of the rides and the kids want to play the games and stuff. And um, of course the. Um, uh, Radiator Springs. Which is one mm-hmm. of the most incredibly themed yes. areas of any theme park. Yeah, you guys had the Little Mermaid ride before we did. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was really great. And, you know, that's a great one to jump on after, like, World of Color. Mm-hmm. Um, we always jump on that one. You can usually get on it really quickly, like right before World of Color or right after. That's something else you have that we don't have. Mm-hmm. There are, as I said, there are similarities and there are big differences. So what you want to do is you want to prepare that Walt Disney World client for what they're going to find different mm-hmm. so that they can uh, have the right plan for, to make sure their days work out. And the fast, pla- fast passes there, you can't get them online, so you still have to get them at the kiosk. So especially for the radiator racers there, or, or ride the single lines. We always ride the single lines. Now, I would tell quicker. you that the radiator racers mm-hmm. when the park opens there is a line specifically mm-hmm. for the fast passes right. to radiator springs mm-hmm. so it's not like you know there's not that mad dash you get in line outside the park and as everybody's let in they keep people in line to make it to the fast pass kiosk mm-hmm. yep but the but the single rider line is is pretty quick with that one Awesome. All right, so we know the differences in the park and the mm-hmm. sort of the general layout of the property, and you can uh, help people walk them through that. Let's talk about the hotels. Okay. 
Let's talk about what we call the Disneyland hotels or the Disney-owned and operated hotels. Um, Kevin started to mention there are three mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, the Disneyland Hotel, and the Paradise Pier. Let's talk a little bit about each one individually and sort of give your highlights mm-hmm. of each and what makes them different and why people should stay at that hotel. Uh, the Grand Californian is is the most expensive of the, th- of the three hotels. It's the flagship hotel of of uh, Disney World or Disneyland. It reminds me of the Wilderness Lodge a lot. Very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like it. I we enjoy love it. it. Yeah, actually love the Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. Remind- that sort of arts and crafts feel to it. That yes. sort of before Alani was built. This was my favorite Disney hotel. It has sort of that same sort of almost mm-hmm. Alani feel to it. The the open lobby, the big expansive lobby. Right. And this is actually situated, they'll tell you it's situated right in Grand California Adventure. So it just sits, like you walk out the, you know, the, the door and you're right in California Adventure. Or you walk out another door and you're in downtown Disney. And some of those so. rooms have views of the park. Yes, they you do. You can actually see the mm-hmm. park from your hotel room, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And they have uh, up to three bedrooms in these hotels. So they have one, two, and three bedroom. This is a Disney Vacation Club property. Yes. But you can mm-hmm. buy Disney Vacation Club mm-hmm. Disney Vacation Club accommodations mm-hmm. in addition to a standard hotel room. Talk a little bit about the regular guest rooms besides the, the Vacation Club. Um, what's the bedding like? What's the uh, It's the, really great bedding. It's, you know, the great mattresses and the you know the, the it's just very I find comfortable the Grand, and I find the Grand Californian bedding comfortable. Right. Uh-huh. I find very the rooms very comfortable. Mm-hmm. When we go, we usually stay in a standard room, mm-hmm. and I find them um, perfectly serviceable. Neutral colors, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's very nice, like being in a lodge. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, the yes. Grand Californian. That it's the only resort of the three at Disneyland that has the H two O, the same ones that you get on Disney Cruise Line. That are a step yes. above the the normal crap that they mm-hmm. shell out at the other hotels. <laughs> better amenities. <It> is. <laughs> Translated from Craig <laughs> has better amenities. Um, absolutely. I mean, and, and there's a concierge level at this mm-hmm. hotel, which is very nice. We've had access to the concierge lounge. Um, some of the, one of the things that makes this different, it has the Mandara Spa. Mm-hmm. It does have the spa, which mm-hmm. is a nice touch for those folks who want to go to the mm-hmm. spa. Um, it does have a character breakfast. It has uh, storytellers. The Napa Rose is there, another restaurant. Napa Rose However, is- this, the character breakfast <laughs> is the characters from Brother Boar. It is. And they're uh, sparse. They don't come around a lot. So, However, I, they're you, so <laughs> persistent. They, they are. They're the most persistent characters. It's Chip and Dale. And-, <laughs> and they're rather generic. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I know there are people out there who think, no, it's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> it's a bear. It's mm-hmm. also the raccoon from Pocahontas, Yes, right? Right. yes. Miko. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Napa Rose tends to be one of these sort of legendary mm-hmm. restaurants. People... Love to go. We've had dinner at Napa Rose several times. We love it. But it I was just taught something different this past time. That? that there's a lounge, and you can order appetizers and things off the menu and have your meal in the lounge as opposed to sitting at a more formal table and having that kind of – and I thought that was lovely. Yeah. And the bar is uh, full menu. Too, so yeah. you can sit there and I didn't I, I was just shown that recently yeah. we were sitting there and Richard Sherman walked by right. and George Lucas walked by mm. 
Now, we happened to be there during D23. I don't believe that this was just a random Thursday night. Uh, you don't think I George, and, um, <laughs> George and Richard aren't hanging out? I don't believe that that's their local pub. Um, they do have bunk beds here, too. They have bunk beds with a pullout. So. Not in the restaurant. No. <laughs> Typical well, rooms. bar. <laughs> at the bar for George Lucas. Yes. Typical room sleep four. Yes. Up to how many? Five. Excellent. So for larger families, this mm-hmm. will work out well. Because there is a day bed kind of thing, Yes, right? it pulls out. Well, they they have the bunk beds and then a little day bed that pulls out from the bottom of the bunk bed. So they're, And they do have some day beds. Mm-hmm. So the person on the top bunk gets to jump on the person in the bottom bunk. Yes. And as in any Disney property, there are pools and there's, there's three recreation. There's pools at this one. At Grand California, they have three pools. Very nice. So the hotels themselves are always great. Mm-hmm. Place to stay. There's always recreation. There's always extra things to do. Uh, Grand Californian is, again, their most expensive. Yeah. Uh, when we get done with the three, you put a nice little price comparison down. So I think mm-hmm. we'll wait to do that okay. until we get to that. Okay. Um, moving on to the Disneyland Hotel. That's the original classic hotel. It uh, was the first Disneyland hotel, of course, called the Disneyland Hotel. Um they used to think the monorail went right up to the hotel, but it really didn't. There was some sort of built out that mm-hmm, I remember that. Yeah, but there was the monorail cafe. Uh, yes, so people was wondering, well, what happened to it? Well, I never really actually went into the hotel, um, but you can catch the monorail right outside of the Disneyland Hotel at Downtown Disney. I think that's another thing. We, we know we sort of were done with the parks and stuff, but that's one of the mm-hmm. biggest differences for me. Mm-hmm. Was the the monorail is really a one way transportation. Right. Mm-hmm. Or back and forth right. transportation. It's not a loop. Right. So you get on in the park and you get off at Downtown Disney. Yeah, you, it drops you off in Tomorrowland. Now mm-hmm. the other difference is you have to have a, a, a valid admission ticket. Yes, you do to get on the monorail. Yes, because it takes you right to the park. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not just drop you off in front. No. So I think that's a huge difference. It's also mm-hmm. not a giant loop. Right. And like you just mentioned, it does not go to a hotel. No. So you got to walk it, to the hotel. It's right. Yeah, drop you off at Downtown Disney. Yeah, and it's it's solely an attraction. So people who get on it Tomorrowland, they can actually stay on. So keep that in mind too. Whenever mm-hmm. you're waiting to get on, that they don't have to get off because they're experiencing the attraction. If you're using it as transportation, you might have to wait two or three monorails right. around until you're able to actually get on and find a seat. Oh. Also, the windows open. Mm-hmm. Which I found a little disconcerting. <laughs> and you can sit in the uh, the front and the yes, back, which we can't do at Disney World anymore. Sure. You can sit in the front. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Thanks, Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Really, thanks, Shanghai. What else about Disneyland Hotel do you want our um, folks to know? The rooms. I, they remodeled the rooms uh, Not re- maybe a couple of years ago. So the headboards are, are quite interesting. We actually went on a tour of there and got to play with the headboards a little bit. And there's a little button and then Tinkerbell flies and the fireworks go off on the back of the headboard. So um, that could drive you crazy after a while. But. Right. I'm sure kids love it. <laughs> yes. Very, very cool um, add-on. So here's a, a standard room, picture of a standard room at the Disneyland Hotel. Disneyland Hotel, it, it, to me, it's more retro. Mm-hmm. It's got that, the, it, they honor the history. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Even in the lobbies, they took the Mickey out that was out front. I don't know what happened to him, but he was pretty huge. Tell us about the rooms here. Um, I, the rooms are great. I've not stayed at the Disneyland Hotel since um, they remodeled it, but I have visited it. And this is actually one of Pete's favorites. Yeah. Um, they have suites? They have suites. They have one and two, 
two-bedroom suites, mm-hmm. three-bedroom suites. Um, Great concierge lounge. Yes. Uh, what's nice about this is it's very high up, mm-hmm. and you get a really good panoramic view of the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the e-ticket lounge is a perfect place to watch fireworks. One of my favorite aspects of the Disneyland Hotel is the suites they do have aren't I mean, they have typical standard suites, but then they also have specialty ones that are like the ones that you wish you could stay at in a dream, like uh, the Big Thunder Mountain Frontierland suite, a Mickey Mouse suite that's just literally like hitting you in the face with, you know, red, black, yellow Mickey Mouse colors all over the place, Uh, an Adventureland suite as well, too. So uh, there's there's just a lot in these rooms. They're also the biggest ones you can get at the yeah. three hotels. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Also, this is where um, Trader Sam's is. That's correct. And uh-huh. the pool here is themed. Uh, like the monorail. Uh, yeah. It's very cool. Uh-huh. Very retro. Yeah. So, and this is where Goofy's is. Goofy's Kitchen is uh, at this the This is where also where you find Steakhouse 55, yes. mm-hmm. which kind of has a legend of its own also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Goofy's Kitchen is... Uh, Character breakfast, yes. character meal. This is one of the places where you find the most unusual characters. Yes. In any Disney. I was shocked to meet Mulan. Mulan. It was a variety of um, um, you know, you'll see, you know, Alice or will come by or Mary Poppins will come by, and then you have Goofy, you know, dancing with all the kids and the napkins and stuff. And I've always enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. think the food is good at Goofy's. Mm-hmm. Again, unusual characters, unusual dining experience. So it's you get that breakfast uh-oh. pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else we want to talk about Disneyland Hotel? Nope, I don't think so. All right, Paradise Pier. Uh, Paradise Pier is is the least expensive, and it's kind of it's designed around, of course, California theme. So you see Goofy there with a the surfboard and and stuff. Uh, this it, is where you would find the PCH Cafe, PCH Grill. I'm sorry. Yes. Correct. And that's it, also a character breakfast. It is a character breakfast. And it's, I kind of like it it's a small area, so there's a lot of interaction with the kids. Uh, where they take their pictures are right there. Um, it's, it's a nice is little... Is the theme stitch? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a fun breakfast. This is the one that's furthest away from the hotels, or the, the parks also. It's probably the longest walk. Probably, yeah. With this one, you can walk right across the street to Grand California Adventure. I mean, to uh, Grand Californian Hotel, walk through the hotel, and you can get to the locations. Right. Yep. Uh, tell us a little bit about the rooms. Uh, they're smaller, of course. Um, the rooms are, are decorated kind of kind of cool. They have little beach ball uh, pillows on the on the beds. Um, the beds are are very nice too. Uh, the bedding. They, um, I think I said I, they had two bedrooms, but I don't know that they do. I'm going to have to check on that again. But I know they have one bedroom suites, and this is also a little less decorated than the other two right. hotels. Yes, it the, is. The mm-hmm. grounds are a little different, mm-hmm. and the lobby's real small. And they have a little snack place there that you can get snacks and coffee right in the lobby. But it's very small. Yeah. But you do get all the benefits of staying on yes. Disney property. Yes, yeah, this do. was actually built by the Japanese for the 84 Olympics mm-hmm. um, that happened in Los Angeles. And then Disney eventually bought it right. out and converted it over. So all of, although it appears like a normal hotel from the outside, it, once you're inside, it still has the theming and the charm that you would expect at any Disney hotel. So. It was called the International... I forget what it was called when the... Japanese owned it, but I did stay there. It was when the Japanese I actually owned it. Actually, something. 
I know you probably don't remember this. This is where we met. You is and it? I, that's the first place uh, we ever met. We mm-hmm. stayed there for, for um, a, a, a one of our fans. education trip. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Actually, our meetings were there, too, weren't nope, they? In the, they were. in the conference rooms. See, only the best places, I think. <laughs> so they, we, this one, can I just say about the rooftop pool? They do have a pool on the rooftop, and you can see the fireworks from there. And they pipe in the music. Oh, from, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. I've never been to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. I the time I went, I, my bus was a slave driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, did. we worked really we hard. We know, we know. <laughs> worked really hard that trip. Um, you put together a little bit of comparative pricing between mm-hmm. the three. Um, tell us a little bit about what this price is mm-hmm. based on, and we can look at. I did this like in mid June, and I did it with four, uh, four in a family. So it was uh, two adults and two children. I did a child over nine and one under nine. So uh, and staying for four nights. So on for the Grand Californian, it was around $3,900. For the Disneyland Hotel, $3,500. And the Paradise Pier, $2,900. Now, is that a package? That's a package. Right. So, so that includes tickets that, and mm, hotel. It, yes. It included three-day hoppers. Mm-hmm. So pretty big difference between the top and the bottom. Yes. As far mm-hmm. as price goes. But, mm-hmm. you know, for reasonably so. The accommodations are different and... You know, you, you kind of have to expect that, but it makes it a little bit more reasonable for a family yeah. if that's what they're looking to do. Um, but again, you know, there's pluses and minuses to each mm-hmm. property. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things that people want in each resort, just like any other resort. So you've got to make up a mo- your mind based on what your needs are. And the Paradise family. Pier does sell out quickly uh, during because it's the least expensive. So it will sell out probably for... It also has the least number of rooms, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it only has like 40, 40, 481 rooms. Right. Mm-hmm. So significantly less rooms, right. cheaper, make right. them go first. Mm-hmm. Did we mention this? No bunk beds no. in those rooms. Okay. No, there's small rooms. and Yep. Excellent. All right. So obviously people can go and they can book these hotels just as a, a resort, a room night, just to stay there. But, um, you know, you kind of sort of get the the... I don't want to say the best bang for your buck, but it makes sense to put together a package at Disneyland because you want to include your tickets. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you have everything together. So let's talk about the the uh, Disneyland Resort Vacation Package. Okay. That's the package that's for the Disneyland Resort Hotels. Okay. For uh, What's different than, than Walt Disney World is you have a limit of the number of days. There's only five-day hoppers and five-day tickets, base tickets for Disneyland. That's the most that you can... You can purchase. Besides an annual pass. Besides an annual pass. And the least is a two-day. I think that just recently changed for both parks. So for a package. That's hopper ticket. For the package. Oh. You can't buy anything. You can't buy a one-day park ticket on a package any longer. Wow. Um, then you have the the magic morning. So if you stay at a Disney resort, one of the three resorts, you actually get Every day they have they have a magic morning. You get access to that. And magic morning is what we call our extra magic hours, early entry right. into the park. So it's an hour early in the morning. Guess. Yep. And what's open during that time? Um, it, it would depend on the park. Um, most of the major rides are open during that time, uh, but they rotate between Grand Californian or or the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. It. Um at Disneyland Park, it'll be most of the attractions in Fantasyland, pretty right. much all of them, as well as Tomorrowland. And then over at California Adventure, it will be uh, Radiator Springs Racers and the rest of Cars Land. And then 
uh, select attractions over at Paradise Pier. Mm-hmm. At the roller coaster. And you get the yeah. hour early to get in and try to knock out as much as you can before the crowds come. That's a great way to see the, the popular rides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to go in early. Um, and then you get the magical savings card. Every uh, It's Normally, its average is about 10% at different locations within downtown Disney and um, and in the in the Disneyland uh, or the, shops, dis- and the shops. This mm-hmm. is one card per package, but I assume everybody in the yes. party can use it, mm-hmm. right? If they, yep. they were you can sort use of it separated. as many times as you want. And it's a discount card, it's a discount for, card. for shopping, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yep. One of the things about Disneyland in general is the uh, cast members who work in the retail locations are very discount friendly. We found that anytime you bought anything, they immediately said, are you an annual pass yes, holder? Do you have the mm-hmm. magic card? DVC. Do you, you know, mm-hmm. they want to make sure that, that you get the mm-hmm. discount. We're in a world that just seems like they just, you know, wait mm-hmm. for you to offer it up. I think that's pretty cool. And they did ask me that every single time I went to purchase something. Do you have a, are you an annual pass holder? Yep. The last time I was there, so. And then you get a, um, a free 5 by 7 you, uh, if you um, purchase the photo pass at Disneyland, you can pick one of those out of your photo pass for a five by seven, or you can choose one of the the main rides. I think it's um, Tower of Terror. Um, I forget. Let me see here. Big Thunder Mountain. No. Uh, Tower of Terror, California Screaming, Radiator Springs, yeah, and Space Mountain. Okay. So you can choose a, one of those. Just one of them. Uh, and you can get one of those five by sevens for free. Excellent. And then you get your lanyard uh, and your, your collectible, collectible pin, lanyard and pin. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think diminish it. their lanyards come in the mail, and they don't come in the mail. So you have a voucher, and you, ha- you they will sh- tell you one of two places to go to within each of the two parks where you can get your lanyard and your pin. Uh, also, you get luggage tags. You do get luggage, and tags. again, those do not come early. They do come early. Oh, they do come early. Mm-hmm. I apologize. They are in the package. Okay, Luggage so those come to you in the package with mm-hmm. the pin and the lanyard are waiting for you at the hotel. Right. And then you, the ESPN. And this is one per person right. in the package. Right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. And the ESPN? Uh, you get the game card. You buy it for $15 and you get the game card and you get a hamburger. So. Wow. I know. You got a burger and a pin. That's another important part I think we want people to know, too, is unlike World with magic bands are key cards you can't put your ticket on your room key Mm-mm. for disneyland Mm-mm. so you may have to make sure you have both of these separate and this is one of those things that it's really important that you either write your ticket number down or you take a picture of the back of your ticket. everybody has a cell phone with a camera on yeah. it always take a picture of the back of your ticket yep because that helps now, in case just, you've lost it because mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to get it back because there's no connection no, to your ticket it's like cash yeah. um I also heard with the new Disneyland app that you can actually put your ticket on there. So uh, I haven't tried it yet. I just read about that the other day that you can put your ticket number on your app, and it would you can and use so you that use your to, app as the entrance to the park. Yes. Wow, that's a step forward. Mm-hmm. Huh? Still take a picture of the back of your ticket. Yes. I, yes. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that kind of drill into you because mm-hmm. again it's not tied to anything so you don't want to lose that ticket. Right. Did you mention the uh, the largest ticket you can get in it's terms of length? Five, five, day. five days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Five days the largest besides a uh, annual pass mm-hmm. and their annual passes went up a tremendous amount this year. Mm-hmm. So 
if that's what you're interested in, you'd really have to go quite a bit to price that out the same. Let's talk a little bit about package add-ons that people can okay. add to a package to um, either make it a little bit easier to travel. Uh, some of these are for convenience, and mm-hmm. some of them are just other things to do mm-hmm. as far as it, connected to a Disneyland resort stay. Art is one of them. Art is the Anaheim Regional Transit System, and it provides transportation from the hotel uh, to the park. Um, it's not actually at door to door. There are. It's kind of like going to a bus stop, and it'll they'll tell you where you catch the art, and uh, you grab that, and you can go to go to the resort and back. Those are normally sold at parks that are outside of the walking distance. At hotels. At hotels. At hotels. Yeah. So this is not really for the Disneyland. Not beneficial to if you're staying at a Disneyland hotel. No. As much as we if don't. You're the one that yeah, they're neighbors. not even offered. Right. For the Disneyland hotels and some of the ones across the street, they're not even offered. Um, but they can run around $15 to $60, depending on the number of people. You can get a family pass. And the whole fa- and it's for length of stay. Well, that's good. So it does have an expiration date on it. Because so. there are hotels down Harbor Boulevard that would not be within walking distance. Or at least not uh-huh. comfortable walking distance. And even remember- further than Harbor, there are suites outside of that could be two miles away that are still good, uh, good neighbor hotels. Correct me if I'm wrong. This isn't like a typical city bus. There's no. not these, these trolleys, it's these cute little, little trolleys. You yeah, see it's small. It's, a, it's not like you're getting on a city bus no. and you're riding into Disneyland. No. What else can people add to their package? Uh, airport transfers. So you can add airport transfers from Anaheim, um, Burbank, um, Long County. Beach, and LAX. Orange County, SNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, They can either be uh, the Disneyland Resort Express, or they can be the Super Shuttle. Um, One of the things that I think I want to point out with the Super Shuttle, Mm -hmm. uh, we've had people experience this in the past, is to remember that this is not an express to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So you could be stopping at multiple locations. And multiple locations that are not necessarily... A tourist, mm-hmm. Disneyfied, right? Disneyfied. You could be going to local areas, mm-hmm. and you could be going to places that don't uh, are not, you know, for low for tourists. So just be mm-hmm. aware of that. Mm-hmm. And with that transportation too, you do need car seats. So just remember that you know with the Disneyland um, Express, you don't need car seats, but and they don't provide them. Super Shuttle does not provide them. So if you have small children, that it is a, a law in, in California. Uh, Also, the Disneyland Resort has uh, hours of operation. Mm -hmm. Um, They do. And I normally, when I send out uh, information, I'll put, I have a pamphlet that I send with them. So I think the last one leaving L.A. is like at 7 o'clock. It's 8 p.m. It's 8 p.m. and then 7 o'clock in Anaheim. Super important if you're flying in. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you don't, you know, count on that. Especially in L.A. They're usually coming from maybe the U.K. or they're coming Mm -hmm. from somewhere and they may be coming in a little bit later. Uh, then maybe you want the super shuttle. I also Disney can also, um, and I've done this in the past. I don't advertise it, but we can get um, taxi vouchers as well. Um, so part of your package, you prepay for a taxi voucher. Mm-hmm. And how would that work? Would you just step out and look for a taxi, or would you have? Yes, you, 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 there are stations, and you take your voucher up to the taxi station. And, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's very rare that they'll do that, but they will. Now, if you if you do live out of the country, we can't get you transfers. See, all this comes in the mail, so your vouchers come with your uh, with your package. So, if you live in 
you know, the UK, we can't get you the vouchers. Mm -hmm. So you'll have to, you can walk up to the Disneyland Express uh, booth and, and, you know, pay for it there. But we can't get you the trip back. We can get you the voucher back. What is the cost of these transfers? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, Super shuttle? It's uh, expensive. I think the Express from L.A. is about $50 or so uh, both ways. However, LAX... Yeah. From Disneyland, it's a good hour. It's mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you traffic? Yes. So yeah. It's a good three days. It's three days. Uh, what are <laughs> some package add-ons that people can do? Um, they can do the character breakfast. Um, so we talked about those earlier. You can do the premium, which is Ariel's and Goofy's. Or you can do uh, the regular ones, which is the PCH Grill or Storytellers. Now, Ariel's Grotto is in California Adventure. Yes, you do have to have a park ticket to get in there the other ones are in the hotels um mini uh mini and friends is in uh, the plaza inside disneyland so you do have to have a ticket to get in there too the magic kingdom mm-hmm. disneyland park <laughs> uh premium character dine is about 28 dollars mm-hmm. to 47 dollars mm-hmm. per person yes um would you so you would book that specific restaurant in advance though yes okay. um i would tell them to you know to either I, the minute the 60 days came out to book Goofy's or Ariel's right away. Uh, Ariel's um, only has breakfast and lunch for the character. The evening is for World of Color. So We've had the World of Color package. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it. Is this one of those things where uh, you can book an early breakfast and get into the park early? Is that one of those things that helps um, people get in a little I bit I have early? done that before with Minnie and Friends, where if you have an actual voucher or you, they know that you have a reservation for Minnie and Friends, you can go to a specific area and they'll let you in the park a little earlier. Yeah. And Minnie and Friends, that's the character dine, and that's mm-hmm. $22 to $37. Yeah. $22 to $37 per person. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. So nice little add-on that you mm-hmm. can do. And um, what else? What else can we add on to um, And then you can add, add travel insurance. Um, for of course the package only, and um, it's what is it seventy? I think it's like no, it's probably thirty seven dollars. An adult, I can't remember the price on it. I have to when I do that, and it is it's non refundable. It's unlike uh, some of the other locations. Yeah. Once you pay the deposit or the travel insurance for Disneyland. It's non-refundable. So um, the note I have is travel insurance is refundable within 14 days. Right. So it's it, like Adventures by Disney. You have 14 days to cancel the, tra- mm-hmm. the travel insurance, but it's not after that it's non-refundable. Right. Um, and this, again, is every member of your party must have travel insurance. Yes. Except the children. The children don't. Oh, okay. No. Um, and of course, we had a discussion, a pretty intense discussion about travel insurance a couple of weeks ago on the on the show, and that you know, please don't ask us what gets covered. We will send you the information and the link about mm-hmm. what happens because it's it gets a little dicey. Um, anything else you want us to know about a Disneyland vacation? Something that perhaps we didn't get a chance to cover? I don't think so. When people come to you. And they say, I want to do a Disneyland vacation. What would you suggest to them? Two adults, two kids, not knowing anything else about them. Um, two adults, two kids. If, if, if it were their first time, I would want them to experience maybe one of the resort hotels. Um, 
maybe start with a price for Paradise Pier, mm-hmm. and then you know work your work your way up and up to Disneyland um, and the and the Grand Californian. Um, if it's too much and they brought you back, then you start with some of the ones across the street. I would say definitely start with the Disneyland Hotel, mm-hmm. especially for convenience, yeah. for getting the kids, younger kids back mm-hmm. and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to have to get on an art and, you mm-hmm. know, get them back to the hotel if they're not, they're hot and tired and cranky. Right. For sure. What about length of time? What's your, what do you think a sweet spot of length of time would be for a package? Um, if they're just visiting Disneyland than three to four days for Disneyland, I think is a. So know. if they're not doing anything else outside of Disneyland, no, no Southern California attractions beach, or no, anything like that. You know, if you're just going to stay right there and do the the two parks in downtown Disney, then I would say three to four days. Mm-hmm. And a couple of character meals. Yes. Throwing mm-hmm. a couple of character mm-hmm. meals. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Deborah. That's going to end it for the first part of our Disneyland, uh, Booking a Disneyland Vacation podcast. We have two more of these coming up. Uh, We hope you join us for those as well. Uh, For those of you who are regular viewers of our show, you you know we like to end with what we call our agent spotlight. This is where we highlight one of our Dreams Unlimited Travel agents who can't be with us or can't come into the studio. Um, And we are now also including our staff members on this not necessarily folks who are travel agents for dreams unlimited travel but part of our support staff our team members who have other roles within our uh, organization and today we're going to talk about barbara matisse barbara started with dreams unlimited travel in 2012 as part of our payment team she's lived in new jersey her entire life and she's been married to her husband mike for as long as she can be she can remember uh, Barbara has a fabulous son, Matt, a great daughter-in-law, Veronica, and a spectacular grandson, Ben. Ben is five and has been to Walt Disney World twice and is very excited for their upcoming vacation. Barbara loves trying new restaurants and recipes, watching endless, endless documentaries, and just hanging with family. Barbara, Barbara says that payments can be a very hectic job at times, but they all come together as a team and get the job done. Uh, Barbara wouldn't be one of the folks you might necessarily get on the phone when you call in. She handles what we call our online payments. These are payments that come in through the form that you guys fill out to make a payment. And these are relentless. So thank you, Barbara, for supporting us and uh, making sure that payments get done and everything is great for our folks' vacations. All right, that'll do it for this podcast. We'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys for participating. Deborah, thank you for being here. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. And we hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. (laughs) 